Welcome in to another edition of Home Run Throwback. I am Jimmy Morris at jmorrismcm on Twitter. Uh, we are now less than a week away from the draft. So this is Friday, April 21st. So a week from right now, we will know how the first round has played out, who the Titans have taken in the first round. Um, just want to hop on today and talk about a few things. There's been a lot of stuff swirling around. And uh, Mike Herndon, at Mike Miracles on Twitter, I mean, you all know him. Uh, I thought he really nailed it the other day, talking about how – I can't remember the exact tweet, but basically he was saying, you know, this time last year, everybody was talking about how great next year's quarterback class was going to be with Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. And now, you know, we've had all these reports this week about teams not being very high on Stroud. And so it's just kind of how the cycle goes, you know, because you've heard a lot of people say, well, don't take a quarterback this year because next quarterback, next year's quarterback class is, is way better. But by the time we get to the draft next year, we will be having these same conversations about, well, you know, this guy can do this, but he can't do this. And this team thinks this about him and blah, 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 blah. And um, I, I saw somebody else on Twitter the other day say that the draft process is about three weeks too long. And I think I tend to agree with that. Um, we just get to this point where it's just this like recycle regurgitation of information and everybody's overthinking everything and everybody's talking, but nobody's telling the truth. And so, I mean, just a lot of stuff that goes on this time of year. Um, and, you know, we see it every year. It, it, it's no surprise. This year's no different than any other year. But um, just just really interesting that that point that Mike made up, I thought it was a really good one. Um, like I said, so the the bigger thing that came or that has been reported, however you want to say that this week, that, um, you know, teams are not as high as on C.J. Stroud as, you know, maybe people think they are. And the possibility that the Texans won't take a quarterback at two um, if Bryce Young is off the board. Bryce Young has kind of shifted to be the prohibitive favorite to be the number one pick. Um, he's very heavily favored by Vegas now to be the number one pick. He canceled the rest of his pre-draft visits. Um, so the teams that he had visited with are the Panthers, the Texans, and the Raiders, I think, are the three that he took um, and not taking any more. So, I mean, that's fine. That, that That's perfectly acceptable, right? I mean, he's either going one or two. Um, I, don't, I don't think there's any doubt about that. It, it does seem, though, at this point that he is going number one, which I am very happy about. I'm a big Bryce Young guy, being an Alabama fan, um, and so happy that he will be in the NFC and we won't have to deal with that. I've got, you know, kids, especially my eight-year-old, that I think is going to be a fan of whatever team Bryce Young goes to. Um, so, you know, not having to worry about trying to keep him from being a Texans fan is, is a very good thing. I mean, I, of course, I'd just kick him out of the house if he decided to be a Texans fan. But, you know, we don't want to have to do that. It, it, it's a whole thing. So, um, sounds like, like, sound, sound like Young is going one. Sounds like the Texans might not take a quarterback if Young is not on the board, which then makes really, things really interesting, right? Because then you get to that. I would assume the, the Texans take Will Anderson would be my guess. But, I mean, who knows? Maybe a team tries to trade into two if, if they want one of the quarterbacks. Of course, the issue is that a couple of the teams that want quarterbacks reportedly are the Colts and the Titans. I cannot see a scenario where the Texans trade with the Colts or the Titans, right? I mean, you know, it's one thing that they don't like Stroud. They don't think he's good. Um, so, you know, they shouldn't be necessarily afraid to trade the pick if they, you know, are, are convinced that their evaluation is correct. But at the same time, if you trade that pick to somebody in your division and they draft that quarterback and he beats you for the next 10 years, you have to hear about it every time. So I just would imagine that the price for the Titans or the Colts to get that pick would be astronomical. Um, but then you got the Cardinals at three 
which um, are we assume are not taking a quarterback. Obviously, they have Kyler Murray, so they are that that pick would be very much in play. Uh, do the Colts get nervous and try to move up and get that pick so that um, nobody else can move into it and get a quarterback that they like? Been a lot of Levis to the Colts stuff, which is fantastic with me. I hope they take Levis. I think he's going to be terrible. So I think Indianapolis should absolutely take him and um, you know set themselves back another few years. That would be great. Um, there's Anthony Richardson also in there who I'm not sold on. Again, like my thing is if you're going to be a good quarterback in the NFL, I need to have seen you be a good quarterback consistently at a at, at college, in college, right? And so I just didn't see it from Anthony Richardson. I mean, you watch the Utah game, it's fantastic. But, God, I mean, th- there are some rough games in there. And I know there's his receivers and the offense and all those things. But, you know, when we start making those types of excuses for guys, it, it just doesn't seem like those guys ever really end up panning out. And everybody points to Josh Allen. Josh Allen came into the league pretty inaccurate, pretty it was rough at making decisions. Josh Allen has gotten way better at those things. Obviously, he's one of the better quarterbacks in the league now. But you just have to remember that Josh Allen is the exception, not the rule. Most guys don't take the leap that Josh Allen has taken in his career. Most guys end up being what they already were. And for whatever reason, accuracy is one of the hardest things to fix. So, um, you know, I... I like Stroud. I would be okay with the Titans taking him. I have said multiple times that um, the Titans are going to have the most information of anybody on C.J. Stroud because of the relationship that Mike Vrabel and Ryan Day have, Ryan Day being the head coach at Ohio State. Uh, Vrabel tried to hire Ryan Day to be the offensive coordinator of the Titans when he got the job. Uh, didn't work out. You know, At the time, Urban Meyer was at Ohio State, and Ryan Day was kind of the coach in waiting, and obviously he has become the head coach now. Um, but anyway, those guys are friends. So, I mean, I think he's going to get a you know real evaluation on Stroud from Day that maybe not everybody else would get. Um, just, you know, having that type of relationship, not, not the type of relationship where they would, guy would be like, yeah, my player's great. He's, he does all the things right. You're going to love him. Um, you know, kind of what I guess Kirby smart gave the Titans on Isaiah Wilson, even though knowing that he was a disaster, or at least there had been signs of that in college before. There's also the Trey Lance stuff that's out there. Um, you know, obviously the Titans having Rand Carthon here now as the GM and he, Carthon coming from the 49ers, who traded a, a bunch of draft capital to go up and get Trey Lance a couple of years ago. It has not worked out for Lance in San Francisco, uh, you know, a variety of things, injuries and, and other stuff. Um, they, you know, they seem to really like Brock Purdy now, which is, which is fine, um, whatever there. But uh, there has been, you know, some, uh, some, some stuff and some talk and whatever, and I don't know how much of it's real. But, um, again, Carthon is going to know Trey Lance. He's going to know a lot about him, the, the type of the type of guy he is, the type of leader he is, all those types of things. He's going to have all that information. And so if, you know, he feels good about that type of stuff and wants to bring him here, listen, I'm fine with the Titans taking a flyer on that. Now, I, I say I'm fine with it. Of course, it would depend on the price, right? I mean, I don't think they should give a first-round pick to get him because, you know, even as much as the 49ers gave up, Trey Lance has, has shown basically nothing to this point. Again, some of that stuff's out of his, out of his control. Um, injuries, you know, the one game he played in last year, one of the games he played in last year was a monsoon. So, I mean, it's hard to evaluate a guy, you know, in that context. But um, if Rand Carthon feels good about where he is, I am perfectly fine with the Titans taking a flyer on him. Um, you get, you know, a late day two, day three pick, uh, and bring that guy in and, and see what he's got. He's still on his rookie deal. Um, 
you know, the Titans, the Titans know what they have at quarterback. Ryan Tannehill is serviceable, fine, whatever. Um, not a guy that's going to take you to, to winning a Super Bowl. Um, this is Tannehill's last year here one way or the other. Or maybe it's not. I mean, you know, maybe he's gone before the year starts. But you're, you don't have anything invested in Tannehill past this year. So, you know, this is it if he's here this year. So I would be fine with bringing Lance in and, I mean, making it a competition or trading Tannehill. I mean, I think you can get something for him on the trade market. Uh, so anyway, th- there's just so much stuff swirling around. I'm, I'm just really happy that we are now, um, you know, just days away. So all of this speculation, all the back and forth, all of this stuff, we will know actual results this time next, next week from the first round. And we'll be looking at what's still, who's still left and all those types of things. So all, all that stuff is coming up this week. Um, so anyway, that, that's kind of where we're at. Um, obviously I write at museummiracles.com. We're, I'm going to start a series today kind of breaking out the Titans' needs uh, on offense, or I mean, draft needs uh, across the board. I think they should be offensive heavy in this draft. I will be disappointed if any of the first three picks is a defensive player because I think the Titans are pretty solid on the defensive side of the ball. They're, sure, there's some spots they could upgrade, particularly corner. Um, I think they could use another guy or two there. But, you know, when you look at this team and this roster, they need stuff on the offensive side of the ball. They need offensive linemen, they need weapons, they need a quarterback, I mean, all those things. So I, I hope that the first at least three picks are invested on the offensive side of the ball. But anyway, we're going to kind of go position by position, look at what the Titans have, what they need, kind of rank the needs, so to speak, on um, you know what's out there. So take a t- uh, keep an eye out for that. Um, that'll be coming up over the course of the next few days. And then obviously we'll have the draft covered for you. I mean, all over the place, we'll have the best coverage that you'll find anywhere. So um, that's MutualCityMiracles.com. Check that out. All right, so thanks so much for listening. We'll get you a couple podcasts next week, updating draft and all that kind of stuff. Uh, so be sure and wherever you get your podcast, just search out Home Run Throwback. You'll find us there. Again, we are now part of the Fans First Sports Network. Uh, have pretty much any team and any league you want covered, we have a podcast for that team. Um, so be sure and check that out. Uh, if you, you know, obviously other football teams, college, baseball, basketball, whatever it is that you want, um, you'll be able to find it on our network. So I think that'll do it for today. Thanks so much for listening, and we will talk to you again next week.